Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. I am one half of your business coaches from Wired to Change. Trinity is on assignment, as we say, but she's good and she'll be back. We work with you to grow your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. This is episode number three with our resident art expert, Susie Silver. Susie, good to have you back again. Thank you. Great to be here. SusieSilverArt.com. First episode, we talked about you coming into your empire of artistry (laughs) and how you got there. It's a cool story by way of Pittsburgh, Florence, Italy, Spruce Pine, North Carolina, and Cary High School. Major points? Oh, and? New York. New York State College of Ceramics Mm -hmm. in Alfred, New York. Yes. So we got the, okay, we got your Mount Rushmore of (laughs) of cities. Yes. And then the second one we talked about, and you as a coach, you work with uh, artists on developing, growing, creating, and then a not not only their image but what they want to do, but kind of helping them get to the marketplace, right? Absolutely, yes, and it's all kinds of creatives. Yeah. So it can be a fine artist, it could be a, just a creative person. What's a, a f- fine artist? Fine artist is more where you're going to see your painting and sculpture and things that would be housed within a gallery. Okay. And, and fine fine artist or fine craft are more your metalsmiths, glass artists, woodworkers. And then in the craft, it's artisan craft, so soaps and candles and um, things like that. Okay. So, yes, but I, I love working one-on-one with people. Did you ever get to the point where you just uh, propped a card table on a street corner one day and put <laughs> stuff on there? No, but I was close to it, I'm sure. We all want to sell our work. Well, and sometimes yes. you just want people to see it. Exactly. So if 10 people walk by and like, hey, are you going to be here next week? Mm-hmm. I don't have to go or, you know, something like that. But it, exposure is just, you know, marketing, networking, all that. The more they see, the more we're going to go, oh, yes. I saw that a month ago. Yep. So on this episode, we're going to talk about your ally consulting. This is going to be some really clunky questions <laughs> for you. So I appreciate Bring it. Bring them on. This is so your life within the... And I'm going to let you give me words and phrases mm-hmm. on this show. This is your life as Susie Silver, wife and mom, in the LGBTQ community. Yes. And I will say there are many different acronyms out there. Yeah, so help I, me out. I say LGBTQ because that's what I say. Mm-hmm. There's LGBTQ+, plus, yeah. LGBTQIA+, plus, and yeah. then many others. So I do want to acknowledge that. I'm not discrediting any of the acronyms. I just use LGBTQ. And that's hard when more letters mm-hmm. keep being added for those of us who want to learn or understand the context and what all those letters mean. And to me, sometimes a lot of them sound like the same thing, Mm -hmm. but they're not, are they? They're not. So generally in the acronym or in vocabulary uh, under the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. and then some uh, umbrella, you've got two sides to that and that's gender identity and sexual identity. So the acronyms are encompassing as many of the gender identities and sexual identities as possible. And it is changing. It generally, it's ever changing and evolving Mm -hmm. and it's very personal. So can we go gender identity for a few minutes? Sure. Okay. You have two kids. Yes. Boy or girl. They're boys. Okay. uh, Until or if they ever tell me otherwise. Okay. And and that's fine though. (laughs) So, cause I always need a starting point and Mm -hmm. then I go from there. So you have two boys. So if one of them wants to, what is the phrase if they want to be, known as a girl in language points yes 
they know themselves to be a girl. Okay. So that's the identity part. And so it's, you, some people say want or they choose. It's really not in that realm. It's in my heart, in my head, okay. I identify as a girl, but at birth, yeah. the doctor looked below yeah. and yeah. your anatomy is what it is. Under the hood, you're a Male boy, yeah. assigned at yep. birth. Okay. And those are differing. When I am my, that's an example. So say my, in my brain, identify as a girl, but I look down and assigned mm. at birth male differ. That is where the concept and, and gender, transgender yep. comes into play. And there's so much other stuff underneath that. Yeah. And there's, and I'm going to get to my question here mm-hmm. that involves sports because most of my right. examples to understand things don't, but you use the word assigned a male. Mm-hmm. And that's Um, one of those words that's like, mm, they were born male. So where's the, the the nuance? What's, it's generally, it's just the general language that's used. It's a little bit uh, more uh, supportive or male assigned at birth or vice versa or female assigned at birth. And that's, that's really a lot of times if there is a differing and somebody uh, does identify as a transgender individual, it's, Sometimes it's a little less harsh, you know, it's it's just inclusive language. My big question is always, and again, my whole world has been sports. Mm -hmm. When a born a male identifies as a female, lives their life that way, that's fine. Wants to come back to play sports Mm -hmm. with other females born, other girls born female. Mm -hmm. And they already have way more testosterone, mm-hmm. bigger muscle, all, all the stuff we see in sports. Where do you side on that? I will always side on somebody's true identity. Okay. I'll support that. Right. And and I do. It's, it is such a controversial topic. I wish it wasn't controversial. People should be able to live, breathe, yeah. and play as themselves. And I understand what you're saying because then it's just, you know, with hormones and different mm-hmm. things like that. For a lot of people, they, they truly are understanding that they're a transgender individual. There are many personal decisions that I could never take note on because I am not one of going on to hormone therapy or doing some surgeries. And so I don't know within the athletic community, if it's one example, mm. has a person started that? Have they yes. not? And how There's does an that Olympic e- runner from South Africa right. and they finally banned her because she had enough testosterone within the doping community, the IOC, the, the, the test they had to run. And she was just, she was beating the, can I, do I say born female? To beating them to death, beating them to death. And people got tired of it for mm-hmm. whatever reason, and they banned her. Yeah. And I, I feel for the women born female having to compete against that because sometimes physically they're just, you know, can't. Yeah. But anyways, that's my yeah. sports thing. So that's it helps right. me understand it. Where did so, you side on the bathroom bill that we had here in North Carolina? It was, it was horrific. Okay. <laughs> it Tell was me horrific. why from your end. It's unfair. Uh, people aren't going to be in a bathroom to make anybody else feel uncomfortable or unsafe. If you've got to go, you got to go. If I've got to go, I've got to go. And it's not that people are... You know, and this is yes. mainly public bathrooms, right? We're talking yes. about school stuff is a different day, uh, but we're not. People aren't undressing. They're yes. not. They're not hourly showing. And honestly, if we're really, it was targeting a lot of 
gender non-conforming people. So somebody that is, I'm very, people can't see me, but I'm very, what's called feminine presenting. Okay. Okay. So if I, I'm up here, identify as a female, assigned female at birth, but I just happen to be stereotypically more masculine presenting. Somebody would oh. freak out in the bathroom. That's, I mean, this oh, bathroom, yeah. you yes, know, gotcha. and okay. this is like what some of that happened with the bathroom bill or somebody's a transgender individual. Mm-hmm. And it's really that people are trying to make assumptions. We should not make assumptions based on somebody's oh, what's called. We get there in a hurry, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> based on their expression. So expression is meaning what you wear, how you present yourself. There's so many nuances to this education. Yeah. I'm kind of jumping around here. No, I appreciate but with it. the bathroom bill, it really just targeted it just targeted people for no reason. No one was the arguments that were out were were just terrible with just accusing people of being so many really bad things that they weren't and and just equality. Cuz I Hold many of my family mm-hmm. members just I ra- I had two boys. Mm-hmm. My wife and I have two boys, no mm-hmm. clue what it's like to have a daughter. So I went searching mm-hmm. out. My wife and my daughter in law said, I don't have a problem, we're all in stalls. I don't have a problem with whoever looking like a male is a male, wanted to associate as a male for a week or anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, not a problem. I had another family member with a daughter said, Not a chance in the school. Not a chance he's coming in that bathroom with my daughter in there. I respectfully disagree, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and there's, there is so much to yep. unearth with language and, you know, with what we're talking about that. And even me, that I am an expert, so to speak mm-hmm. in, in this field. And I have a lot of experience in the field. The language is changing so often that it is sometimes hard it's to keep hard. up with. Yeah. And I want any listener out there to know if I, jumble on something, I will fix it. If I, you know, something's going to maybe yeah. rattle somebody here or there. I will let you know that now, but my intention is to just bring light to some of the terminology, mm-hmm. which we've already done yep. a little bit of, and just, I will always fight for the equal answer. Cool. <laughs> and I have so many notes, but we just got into, I love yeah. these topics. The, when <laughs> Miley Cyrus trotted out pansexual, yes, I had to look it up in, in a non-Webster's people. world. Explain that to me. Pansexual, so pansexual, pan meaning all. So you're attracted to um, a male, a female, and anybody that really identifies with anything in between. And that in between is somebody that maybe identifies as non-binary. So binary is male or female. Yeah, male or so it's a binary. It's a male or a female, but they're non-binary, agender, uh, gender fluid. So you kind of kind of float back and forth and anywhere in between. And so pansexual is that you're romantically and sexually attracted to all. So a lesbian is a woman, a woman that is attracted solely to another woman, Mm -hmm. lesbian. If gay, which is a blanket term as well, a male attracted Mm -hmm. to another male, gay. Bisexual is still binary. It's a woman or a man attracted also to a woman or a man. And so that's still binary. Pan is all. It expands. It just, and it's complicated. I actually would like to have a shirt when I'm doing these trainings and speaking. (laughs) It's complicated. We We need a button. Yeah, a button. Uh, It's complicated. Well, and and I'm 58. Mm -hmm. I'm a 58 year old white male. So, and and Mm -hmm. I want people to know Mm -hmm. that. But willing to learn, I really am, because I truly want to understand it. I don't get a lot of this. 
in my world, and I hate saying back in the day, but in but bisexual is anybody because you have two choices. It's either male or female, right. which is anybody, which is everybody. Old but school. not old school. It's old school. Yes, yeah, that's old, yes, old okay, school. Okay, maybe we'll do OG. <laughs> so <everybody>. OG, um, <laughs> because then our language yes. and our um, ability to listen to our instincts and yep. ourselves and 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 follow our true selves. There's right. there's now more expansive language and so into this conversation yes, right now. All right, let's get on to some other things. But sure. we can we, we <laughs> yes. can. I, boy, I wish I had more time on this because I I love this just to try to understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of it, but. Right just to understand, but when, when letters keep getting added on, it's like, slow down. Mm-hmm. And then a new something sexual phrase comes out. I'm like, hang on, slow down. Right. <laughs> explain. So, it it and, can be a lot. Yeah, I guess one day the government or any form we fill out. So again, back in the day, it was male, female. Mm-hmm. No, And then they added some more. Now there's more. So when will, how many new words and new this and, and what does that mean? And could they change in three years? Like, I can't change. I mean, I could. I could have surgery and change. Well, but you know yourself. You identify. You know what? That came yeah. out wrong. I, I hear yeah. that now when yes. you come back to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I got that I didn't mean now. to interrupt you, but yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I'm glad you did. Okay. For the forms, For the form, like, what does that mean? Well, But in three years, okay, so I've got a 33 and a 29-year-old boy. Sons. Mm-hmm. Like they're still the boys. Hey, the, mm-hmm. Becky and I say, hey, the boys call. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. One of them could be male today, and in three years could, I don't want to use the word evolve because that's not it, is it? Right. The, and then be something else, and then four years after that be. It's not, it, there is fluidity, like I said, to okay. gender and sexuality. Yeah. There's a lot of studies on that and books on it. Most of us know. So that would imply really a lot of choice. Most of us in our community, we just know who we are. Okay, right. And so, so, okay. Yeah. so let's get to the community. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your journeys to you and Anne. Yes. The great story of how you two met. You went to a concert. You had fun, but you knew right off the bat because you walked by and went, oh, right? Well, we times. were teaching together right. at the same school, yeah. yes. But you would walk by her room I would rock- and you just noticed the energy and the passion yes. coming from her. Yes. But at some point in time, you went, oh. Yes. We <laughs> Which were. is great. That's what should happen. Yes. I love that story. How do you two explain, define, present, whatever the word is, yourselves as a couple and individuals? Well, Anne, Anne has only ever dated women. Okay. So she would, her sexuality is lesbian. Mm-hmm. She is really for the, for the most part and really feminine presenting, uh, not as feminine, like, and I say feminine, that's the societal marks of what femininity looks like. Okay. Right. So, le- okay. <laughs> Which should change anyway. <laughs> yeah. Again. Another so, day. All right, let me go to the, uh, so let me go <laughs> yeah, to, the, so. to the altar. Mm-hmm. Who's dressed, who's, who's dressed well, how? Well, that's different for every couple. So okay. I happened to wear a dress cause I wanted to. Right. Now, if we got married again, I, you would, I would never wear a dress. I can't stand wearing them. It's just because, and then, <laughs> and then Anne had a beautiful suit on. So Anne okay. identifies as a lesbian. Uh, I identify as bisexual. Generally, if people really are asking me, I just say I'm Susie. Yeah. Cause really, which at the end of the day, and I don't mind that you asked me that. Yeah. So I don't want you to feel like I oh, mind. No, but at the end but, of the day, that's really all it should exactly. be. Exactly. Because you are, you are Susie, which means looking at you, you are white, you are under 40, you have black hair, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're a parent, you've got two kids, you're a teacher, mm-hmm. you're, you should be just 
Susie. And that should be enough for people, but it's not. It's not. And I would like to go on two things. Yes, please. So when I do want to acknowledge I am a white feminine presenting female, you know, generally doesn't have any issues. And the reason I say that is because of the privilege I have. And I think that more of us need to acknowledge that in my community in general, Mm -hmm. in just this society as a white woman, but in the LGBT community, I have immense privilege looking the way I do and identifying the way I do. I really want people to start listening to this and thinking about it. One of the highest murder rates in our country are trans, so Mm. transgender, trans women of color. There's over 20 murders this year already. We're not talking about that. And that no. that's a whole no. entity that's of acknowledging our privilege on many different levels and having the responsibility to put this out there. And so we don't have to go into that because I don't have a lot of statistical mm-hmm. things with me to support, but the privilege is is huge. Okay, yeah. let's yeah. let's talk about that word because mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. when I hear again, fifty eight year old white male. Yeah. So when I hear the word privilege, what I hear is somebody saying, oh, you were born that way. What's your definition of, why are you privileged as who you are today? I don't, for this specific example, I don't have to worry for my safety for the most part when I walk out of my house. Okay. Because of the way that I look or this, you know, and, and I think for many other reasons, just my, in my community, but all across as a white woman i'm yeah. i'm i'm not afraid to really be passed over for a promotion people would not or know, given yeah. or given yeah. a um given a speaking engagement and that's just an in general thing but when you're getting more into the lgbtq community that's what i mean by pri- i am lucky okay. and i'm mostly lucky because we're pretty we're pretty left alone you know we're pretty much left alone uh, we haven't had too many cases of people being really rude to us but somebody that is, or again, an example of a trans woman of color yeah. or um, a, a gay man of color, much more, oh, yeah. much more thing for the general societal things that need to really move forward. And then you add some of these things, and it's really scary out there for people. It's scary to walk out of your house. It's scary to go to the, the bathroom, it's mm. to the grocery store, and to work. A lot of times. Do you two hold hands in public much? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you get looks? Sometimes. Do Are they more like, oh, that's new, or oh, I can't believe they're doing that? Sometimes both, but right. usually it's trying to figure us out. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know, it's and like, it's like, really get over it. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, I'm not, uh, it's, you just it's rare. Look at her sometimes you go, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You got, <laughs> and you're I not. have her, you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, All right. So yeah. let me, let me drill down some more and nitpick on some things here. Um, again, fascinated by this. I love this subject. Cause again, I don't know it. I have no mm-hmm. concept. Again, all I've ever been is a white male. Mm-hmm. I can walk anywhere I want to. And nobody looks at me like, ooh, why is he driving that car? Or what's he right. doing here? Have never. Exactly. I could walk out at 2 in the morning and nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing. So your what do your kids call you and Ann? I'm Mommy. Okay. She's Mama. Okay. Mommy and Mama. And did they come up with that? We 
we kind of let our older one start and then eventually okay. it was just confusing because he both called both of us mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they'll go into neutral mom, you know, and yeah. say, sometimes it's, it is funny. We're like, which one? You, you mean have when two. they're screaming you know, from the top of the mom. stairs, mom? Yes. <laughs> no different than then anybody else. you are else. so normal yeah. at that point. <laughs> yes. They are mad. It's, it's, so, uh, yeah. Okay. And then mommy and mama. Do they, what do they know How's the oldest? Six. He's he'll be six. Okay. Next month. What does what does he know right now? He knows, what does he grasp? He knows that he has two really loving parents. Good. I'm glad you started him with that. So badly. I'm glad you started with that. Mm-hmm. Does he hear anything yet from anybody that you know of, or just questions? It's so interesting. You asked me that because I just posted last weekend on my stories there have been a few instances where we've overheard a few things. Uh, and just the the other day, there was a very sassy deliver from a young child of, how come you have two mommies and you don't have a daddy? And I just waited because we've, we've, yeah, we've, we've coached him through a few things to say, and he's generally pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I just, that day, I, maybe it's because I was standing there. He didn't really know what to do. And then I took over and I just said, well, in summary, all families are different mm-hmm. and all families are built on love. Yeah. And that's a fantastic answer for people, mm. adults and kids, but for kids. And then if there's more questioning, there's some things you can say, but really all families are different. All families are built on love. And I mentioned this, I mm-hmm. think in the first episode that the heart wants what the heart wants. I have no idea why I picked out my wife when I saw her that I've never seen her before in Austin, Texas. I was two stories down at a restaurant and she come down, she came down the mm. steps. Why then? No idea, <laughs> right. but I'm so glad. So yes. glad. Do, are there other two moms, two dads, parent or households at either the kids' school? Yes. Uh, okay. we, we don't know anybody personally at the elementary school, but we know there are other families. And then okay. at the small preschool daycare, there mm-hmm. there's at least one other family. I guess the nice thing for your kids, or can I call them boys? Kids, Sons, kids, kids, okay, we, cool. we kids. for mm-hmm. your kids is a lot like my grandson, Oliver. This is all they'll never, they'll ever know. Mm-hmm. Like he'll know technology. That That's we all, didn't. He, yes. I always had a computer. I've always, he, you know, and I, I laugh with people. He's 19 and a half months right now. And in three years, he's going to be programming my phone for me. I just know that. But your kids, that's all they'll know. So they'll just go like, yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the more, like you said, that it, families like mine are in the schools and in communities, it will become, I don't want to say normal because we are not, we're a family. And so that will help. And also really challenging parents, Mm -hmm. grandparents to answer those questions or to bring in books about other families or to take them to the pride parade. What's that? It's a celebration of people being who they are Mm -hmm. and authentic and loving and, and starting to push that boundary and starting to push the, the gender normative boundary will really help. So what that means is the, I saw your face. (laughs) face. Folks, I wish you could see the stuff I'm writing. (laughs) The gender normative, that just means what's, what society has created for us to think this is what a boy does wears and so to start breaking those barriers with clothes we present the kids or toys we present the kids or conversations we're having that's where like you said oliver and our kids yes it's going to be what they know and we we still have we there is more active work we can even do even more than that which is amazing fascinated by this story so let's get to (laughs) your with pride Mm -hmm. ally 
consulting. Edu- yeah, educational yep. opportunity, consulting. Mm-hmm. But it's educational opportunities, businesses, teams, schools, parents, one-to-one meetings, large groups. It You describe it as equipping you to create an LGBTQ inclusive environment. Do they come to you? Do you find, how do you find them? The, that's that's wrong. How do you find the folks that want to work with you? And this is in a big transition point right now. I have been thankfully connected through a lot of just networking mm-hmm. to people or um, businesses or whatever it may be through through networking events and friends. And so I'll seek some people out. I'll do some research and I'll contact people or schools or businesses and also just connecting. And really what I I want to do is what we're doing, having conversations that are kind of sticky. <laughs> they may change. I told her before yeah. we started this podcast, <laughs> yeah. there are going to be some clunky yeah. questions coming, the, but they're from, they're from a good place. Exactly. I do want to work, yes. So. And specifically in the workplace, oh, yeah. there's a heavy focus as there should be on diversity and inclusion. I'm sure many people that are professionals have a diversity and inclusion team or, mm. you know, leadership council or whatever, or DEI and diversity, equity, inclusion, that yeah. kind of thing. Very important, and the work needs to continue. What's interesting is 40 to 52% of companies that are noted and documented to have these teams do not have any LGBTQ component to the education, to the furthering of language and policies within their companies. Some now have policies and things like that. But I really want to help people understand what is the language? We just went through some of it. What's the language? How could I better support my employees? How could we recruit diverse, you know, people for the company, things like that, and give a lot of great scenarios and action steps. It's hard to understand when I hear different rights for different groups. I think I know where they're going, but that phrase is nowhere close because the rights are uh, pursuit of uh, life, liberty, and happiness. The rights are what every, no matter born, identifying male or female. Assigned, assigned at birth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write that down too. And then also there's an identification yes, part so to that. Yes, let's go When will I know that I'm close to being inclusive in understanding things? I don't know if there's a great answer to that right now. There's a lot that's evolving. I got three minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. (laughs) There's so much evolving right now. I think when you know you're close, I won't say close, but I'll say closer. Closer. I'm good with that. Yeah. Being very active all the time with educating and putting yourself in the uncomfortable position. Because oh, I love the, those. Yeah, yeah. The more oh, that I'm we're having un- more fun on this conversation, I, I love this. The more uncomfortable we are, and we may not get it right. I may have by accident answered something wrong. I don't think I did, but maybe I did. Maybe there's a question. But no, but it's true. But we're talking about it. Yeah, you are in a safe place. This is your your Mm -hmm. zone, and I feel safe here. It's a safe place to ask the questions, and we're talking about it. So, how do I know I'm close? Well, you got to get closer and be very active in the education and putting yourself out there. And I do say with this ally, okay, this one thing to be an ally, which means I support you. I respect your relationship and your and your life. I'm going to pause. Not lifestyle. People use the word lifestyle a lot in reference to the LGBTQ community. Please explain. This is not a lifestyle. It's like I think back to remember lifestyles of the rich and famous with oh, Robin yeah. Leach. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yachts and boats and all and on vacations and all that. It's like a chosen thing. Mm-hmm. 
my life is not, I'm not, I am who I am. And I I love that point. I've gone back and forth with male friends of mine Mm -hmm. because I hear all the time, I hear all the stereotypes. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you do too, but Mm -hmm. I think I probably hear a few more Mm because they're willing to say it in front of me. (laughs) That, oh, they chose to be gay. Right. So I asked a friend of mine one day, so when did you choose women? Right. And the look on his face, I'm like, yeah, you're walking down the hall in what, junior high school? And you went, women. And he kept looking at me and said, because you didn't. Because you didn't. You didn't. And that is my second point of what is an ally and an active ally. You can say, I support you. I, lo- I love you. You know, mm-hmm. when you're active, it's what you just did with that friend. Yeah. You step in, you say something, you ask a question, and it you did that. It was dumb. Well, I agree. I know this is recorded, oh, yeah. but it's like. Yeah. You don't now. Some people do to make a statement, right? I believe some celebrities come and they wow. say, "Oh, I'm." I think some of them do it for publicity, but in potentially, general, potentially, I would say ninety nine point nine nine. You can carry that nine out a long way. Yeah. You're, that's just what your it's, heart is and that's wants. Who, who we are, who I am, who we are, and so because yes, you walked by male teachers, right? But right. You ended up with Anne. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, I did. She as happy so. as you are when your eye when that smile hits your yes. face. Good. Yes, because I love will each other go so much. to your May third event. Mm-hmm. This is the locally made market event at mm-hmm. Maiden Inn. Yes, Sunday, May third, from twelve to four, and I'm going to say hi to Anne. And I'm going to say, <laughs> so tell me about Susie. I'm going to see if that <laughs> smile comes on her face like it comes on yours. She's she is the best. It's a great look. It's, I will say that. Thank you. It's a great yes. look. We're very lucky to have each other. <laughs> The hardest thing is is the fluidity that you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. of like every month or every quarter. It's like, wait, what? what is that new word? What is that new? How many different descriptions of a person, categories, box to mm-hmm. check on an official form? But when is... I just don't know what we, to, I don't know what right. the word in the question. Right. Well, we're, we're human, so we generally by nature want to compartmentalize and we want the answer oh, yeah. the, yeah. the question and the answer yeah. if it's a problem Tidied how do up. i fix yep. it yes and so it really drives us nuts when there is no answer but yeah. there 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 isn't an answer to that when you work with young kids that are how do i say how do i explain if they are gay or think they are or lesbian they're, or whatever the, the correct word is right they're Part of the LGBT okay. community, or they're identifying, what do you, questioning. What kind of questions do they ask? Once they know you and they've got some trust in you, what kind of questions do they ask you? Well, as a public school teacher, oh. I can't really answer much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't talk to them about Sad much, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's another podcast. That, I know that's, that's a theme. <laughs> it's like the eighth time we've said we start that. another podcast together that says that for that's for another podcast. Too bad Drago's got to go home <laughs> eat dinner with his wife. We could be here till the sun goes down. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what I can say a little bit to that, I can't answer that directly because they haven't asked me a lot of questions okay. because I think that there's this unfortunate boundary with, within mm. the classroom, um, some in the community, but not a, a ton of questions. I've just, ha- I've had kids trust me to come out to me mm. and that's a compliment to you. It uh, really is. I yes. hope you appreciate that because oh, that, am I safe saying that's the toughest thing they might likely ever do? Right. Yes. Um, so coming out is a two-step process. That's an ongoing process. That's another education point where you first come out to yourself. And yes. some people don't ever get past that first self, that first step, excuse me, of identifying them, like knowing who they are and being proud enough and feeling safe enough to mm-hmm. tell other people. 
I wish we could all get past step one. And then step two is then starting to come out to people around you. And when I say then it's ongoing, I mean, you had researched me, but I come out every day. It is exhausting and it is scary. And never thought about it that way. Yeah, exactly. Every day. I, I guess we was thinking the one time's like, Hey, and this over and done yeah. with. <laughs> no, the person that did that was Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. And, you know, at the time, it was 96, mm-hmm. I believe. Oh, yeah. She lost everything. Lost the show and everything she lost went to everything. hell. Yes. Oh, you yeah. know, and so now with social media, that's kind yeah. of the, the Ellen moment for a lot of people. But um, to get back to your question, it is a compliment. And I coach a lot of people through, well, what, what do you do with that info? How do you hold that? What are some great things to say? And not overly emotional or under... Underwhelming, but thank you so much for trusting me with that. I I really appreciate that you trusted me. Uh, Thank you. And then you can ask some following up, follow up questions. So within the classroom, you know, if a student's coming out to me as transgender, they have one name that's in the the system in school and I'm going by a preferred name and then pronouns. Uh, So this is your preferred name you would like. Are you, is that just between me and you or is that in front of the entire class? Or if it's a team Understood. at work and you're my supervisor, say, you may, I'll come out, you say those nice things and I support you. How can I support you here at work? And I might say, well, I'm going to be telling everybody slowly, but I wanted to start with you first. I appreciate it if you respect my privacy. These are all examples yep. or scenarios. Yep. But the best thing to do is thank you so much and how can I support you? When did you know? And <laughs> so I, really? I hadn't, I had not dated women prior to Anne. So she's my, the only woman okay. I've ever d- dated, but man, that I, pedestal she's on just oh, keeps yeah. getting higher. I mean, one, <laughs> one, one and done. <laughs> and so I now looking back and I, I did a lot of self-discovery and a lot of therapy, not because I was upset with myself or I was scared or worried. I just wanted to be my whole self mm-hmm. and 20, I was in my late twenties at the time. And so there's a lot of life to unpack there. And you're a public school teacher. And, and Holy we were both crap. at the time at the same school. <laughs> yeah. Cause there are no state protections for us. Uh, so, no. And so, uh, I just knew with her, I knew with her looking back, there might've been a few signs that maybe I was truly <laughs> always bisexual okay. or in that what sense. was your the moment you mm. knew. So what was that journey? Family, friends, what was that like? complicated, (laughs) but it, it, it was complicated. I, uh, had some, a lot of support, some major, major bumps in the road with some people that were very close to me. Uh, we're in a much better place now. And that's come from a lot of growth from all of us on all of our parts. It was hard. And, and I will say, you know, in the quick version that from some of those hard times, some deep emotional hardships came. Mm-hmm. and working through those. And, and I'm lucky because I had such a support system. But what it looked like was just little bits at a time yeah. and understanding that I'm okay. I'm with a person that is the best, loving, safest yeah. person and I could be with. What else do you want? I, I had a yeah. 20, what are we, in the 21st century moment. All, actually, last year, so that would have been the 20th century, mm-hmm. I think. So anyways, <laughs> on my other podcast, I had a guest on, and I like I asked you in the first episode, how did you meet your wife? Because I knew you had one. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I because I had a guest on, Noemi Rodriguez, who is a mortgage broker in Mebanon Hillsborough. Cool as all. And I didn't, I assumed she's married to a guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, so how'd you meet your husband? She said, you mean my wife? And I said, absolutely I do. And from now on, if yeah. I don't know, 
how did you meet your spouse? So yes. I learned that way. Yes. And it was live. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was 11,000 mm-hmm. people listening to it on the internet. It's like, <laughs> yes. dumbass. So, oh. But you, you, you make assumptions. It. Yeah, you make yeah. assumptions. So I tried to do a little bit more research just mm-hmm. so I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. When did Ann know she was lesbian? Uh, pretty early on okay. in her her life. I think, I mean, she'll have to tell you the exact times. I think middle but school, high on. school. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of dating girls or guys in, in that time frame. But in college, yeah. I think was the, she knew. But I think yeah. in college is where she really started feeling the most comfortable with herself. Okay. What was the first meeting with the in-laws? Her parents, we're like best friends with her parents. They're, well, I mean, who they're couldn't awesome. love this they're, right here? Oh, Come you. on, folks. Thank you. Yeah, her parents are amazing. Uh, and the first meeting, I I met them, I think I met them the first time at an outdoor arts festival. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't far into our relationship. And mm-hmm. it was always just, okay, I mean, yeah. great. They're very They loving. had a heads up on this. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Doy sheep, yep. Yeah, and, and on Anne's yeah. part, there was, she was a lot more nervous. Yeah. Did you have to send pictures? <laughs> hey, here's who I'm with, just so nobody would be surprised when you show up at the front door? No, no. Okay. Some other stuff went down, but <laughs> okay. yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. For the heterosexual community, mm-hmm. Give me two, two simple things we can do. Two simple things you can do. Either thinking or saying, what, what's, where do we start to understand, learn, whatever the word is for that? I would seek out education. Okay. Find somebody safe to ask the questions to or do some personal research. And then within some of the categories we've talked about of whether it's your home, um, you're volunteering in a school, your place of work, what are some actionable items? So maybe you don't see that there's a pride group at work. Go ask why. Could you be part of that? If you see that there's uh, some kind of sticky language on a document where it's very uh, gender specific and maybe it could be more neutral gotcha. terms, say something, try to edit it. See if a supervisor's open to that. As parents, there's so much we can do. We went over a few of mm. clothes that are presented to children, books and toys that are presented to children, language about different families. And it doesn't have to be these major in-depth emotional things. The reason people go there is because they're scared and they don't feel confident in what they're doing. And so I identify just one or two things like that. If you're at a doctor's office, and it says mother, father on a form. It should say parent one slash guardian, parent two slash guardian. Yeah, Go man, take the form hard. up. Yeah, Take I'm the form up. Yep. And or just scratch through scratch it. Scratch it off and, and then hand it back. And yeah. that, that's enough okay. too. And right. so there's so much, there's so many things, but that can become overwhelming. So I hope that yep. those few things, because okay. it's in different, I like it. uh, different categories will Bite-sized help Bite-sized pieces. Small baby steps, yes. whatever you want to and, call that. And ask questions to somebody you trust. Yeah, that's true. And I appreciate you answering oh, all my oh. questions. <laughs> uh, SusieSilverArt.com. Her event is May 3rd at the Maiden Inn from 12 to 4. You can go to the website, Locally Made Market. Cool story. Thank you for all three shows. Thank you. This last one is way up there for me because I love... <laughs> When I go to parties, what do you mean I can't talk politics, sex, or religion? Why am I there? I want to know stuff. I want to ask questions. So thank you for everything on that. Go to Susie's website, uh, susiesilver.com. Go to wired2change with the number 2.com. Let us know some thoughts on our podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.